Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Hello and welcome back to ED Radio. I am the podcast producer here at the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am excited and honored to join Mark for another episode. Today's topic is going to be about addiction, but more specifically addiction when it comes to pornography. There can definitely be a gray area when we talk about porn's impact on erections, but today we're going to specifically be focusing on pornography addiction. Mark, you are a sexual health therapist, but before we jump into some of the pornography aspects of today's discussion, can you just tell us a little bit about addiction in general? Before I define addiction, I do want to make mention that porn addiction itself is a very controversial term. It's actually a term that I myself do not use. I refer to people who are struggling with pornography use for whatever reason it may be as encountering an out-of-control sexual behavior. However, I do recognize that a lot of people conflate these terms and refer to these struggles as porn addiction. So to that end, if we're going to be talking about what an addiction is, there are a lot of different ways to look at addictions. And there's a lot of opinions out there in terms of what constitutes an addiction and what doesn't. I think a primary distinction that I maintain for myself is there are certain substances that have addictive properties to them. And these are substances, whether it's alcohol or some form of drug that we put into our bodies, and the body develops a chemical dependency on those substances. These are the classic addictions. Many people are familiar with Alcoholics Anonymous, which is the paradigm for addictions treatment. So, That is one form of what is called addiction. Other areas that have been given labels of addiction include overeating, gambling, sex addiction, porn addiction. These are addictions that may impact brain chemistry. They may stimulate certain areas of the brain when people are engaging in these activities. However, they are not foreign substances that are going into the body in a way that specifically illuminates or triggers neuroactivity, creating a chemical dependency. So I want to make sure that we have that distinction clear. For that reason, porn addiction in particular is a controversial term that I will shy away from moving forward in this interview and refer to it as out-of-control sexual behavior. Mark, can you please just tell us how you would define out-of-control sexual behaviors? I think the definition is going to vary from person to person and from what behavior they are struggling with. I I think the general measure that I would encourage men to use when it comes to pornography, or really anybody to use when it comes to pornography, is 
Is this interfering with a person's life? Is it interfering with their ability to maintain a job, their ability to maintain a healthy relationship? Is it potentially impacting sexual function? And the other measure that comes with this is, does a person feel like they can stop this if they wanted to? In other words, if it made sense in their life to not be engaging in this behavior, do they have the ability to say, and that I'm not going to engage in it? Or do they feel almost like a compulsion to engage in viewing pornography? And what are some telltale signs that a man or really anyone may be dealing with out-of-control sexual behaviors? There's a lot of potential signs of out-of-control sexual behavior. In this way of looking at things, the out-of-control sensation is going to be more internal, more intrinsic. Of course, people who live with a person who's struggling with out-of-control sexual behavior oftentimes can see certain things or may have trouble engaging this person in other activities. They may notice that this person is pretty frequently going off to the side and spending time alone on the phone. So there may be some signs that can be seen externally, but very often out-of-control sexual behaviors are defined by the person who's experiencing them, and in particular, that they do feel out of control and are uncomfortable with those behaviors. And how would one go about being treated for out-of-control sexual behaviors if treatment is deemed necessary? This is a great question, and like anything else in therapy, there are multiple approaches out there. The one that I prefer is really based on helping men to establish a healthy relationship with their sexuality and being able to build off of a model of health and strength as opposed to a model of disease, that a person is struggling with something like alcoholism. Alcoholism is a disease Pornography use does not necessarily have to fall into that category. So when I'm working with somebody who's struggling in this area and they want to make a change, we look at this from a needing to develop a healthy sexual model or a healthy relationship to one's own sexuality and we build from there. Once a man gets their out-of-control sexual behaviors under control or maybe is starting to address that through practices like therapy, etc. Is it possible a man's erections will benefit from uh, getting these out-of-control sexual behaviors under control? So the answer is absolutely. It's very, very possible. Now, there's a little bit of complexity here because what might be more difficult to determine is if what is helping to improve the erections is the decrease in engagement in behaviors like viewing pornography? Or is it developing a healthier relationship with one's own sexuality that might be what's boosting or supporting that process in a more substantial way? So in short, yes, this model should be able to help benefit men who are experiencing both out-of-control sexual behavior and sexual dysfunction. What exactly the cause for that improvement is I think is a little bit more difficult to pinpoint down and define. 
I think you've done a great job taking a complicated and difficult subject and breaking it down into some simpler terms that made sense. So I want to thank you for that. And also just ask if you have any other final thoughts before we wrap up today's interview. So I would say to our listeners and any person who's struggling, developing a healthy relationship with pornography, developing a healthy relationship with one's own sexuality, whether that includes pornography or not, really can make a fundamental difference in a person's overall mental health and their overall well-being. I want to encourage people to consider moving away from a disease model when they think about the challenges that pornography presents and thinking more about how do I bring myself to a healthy relationship with sex, with or without pornography. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit ErectionIQ.com. That's ErectionIQ.com.